Hey, hey, it's the Jim and Sam podcast. Time for another explosive episode that will have everyone talking. Well, I don't know if you have to oversell it like that, Jim, but it is a good one. Yes. Today we have our old pal, Bill Burr. Yes, yes, of course, Bill Burr, star of The Mandalorian and King of Staten Island. I was in The Mandalorian. No, you weren't. And this isn't about you, it's about Bill. I enjoyed all the bombing stories he told. Oh my gosh, they were so great. Nothing better than a good bombing. If you want to hear more Jim and Sam, listen weekday mornings on Sirius XM Channel 103. And if you aren't a subscriber, get yourself three free months by going to SiriusXM.com slash Jim and Sam. Check my website for dates. I have Bethlehem and the Wellmont Theater in May and Cleveland coming up on April 21st and 22nd. Enjoy Bill Burr on the Jim and Sam podcast. Well, welcome, Bill Burr. How are you? Um, hey, we're Bill. great. How are you? Bill hugged me last night like that, and I was, I was like, there's no way I'm breaking this hug. For as long as you want to do it, we'll do it. I actually made the mistake of trying to make him feel more uncomfortable before I did. Of course, <laughs> I immediately lost. Like, I'm here with the master. Yeah, as we're Bill's be walking away, night. I'm like, Bill, you're not going to outgame me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> We just had a caller who was talking about how good Jim looked at the benefit last night. Dude, Jeez. Jim fucking murdered last he night. He did. His 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 bit uh, on, on the uh, on the Queen dying had everybody dying, man. That Thanks, was, man. And it just kept going. Oh, I'm, the compliments are coming, Jim. Thank you. And you're just gonna have to sit there and take it. He this is fucking, this is... he fucking no 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 no. You take yeah, your it's compliments. Hard. It's hard. It is murdered. Yeah, he had everybody. Yeah. Even Keith was laughing. He doesn't laugh at anything. He's going to try to justify it. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, people laugh at stuff. and you know, I don't know if it was that good. It was easy slot on the show. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was the, the best one. You know, it was the 10-year anniversary of doing it. It was the best one we had. The lineup was just like Murderer's Row, and, like, the surprise guest was was uh, was John Stewart Dice. Oh, my God. And Dave Attell. Wow. It was unbelievable. You know, I, I, I watched a lot of it, too, and I normally – everybody did well. There was no bad sets. Ricky Velez – Ricky oh. Velez, he followed Dice. <laughs> what? And and is so good. Like, he, his material is very personal, and he's just yep. kind of talking his way through what his life is, and he's really honest on stage. He's really fucking good, man. I thought he had the toughest spot on the uh, on the show. He I, murdered, I, too. Killed. I wore out my shoes pacing. <laughs> just going like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck. At one point I said that to, uh, you know, when John Stewart was on. I was like three comics standing there. I was like, I envy all of you. And they go, why? I go, because you're done. Yep. <laughs> What's you're... better than being done? Isn't that on the a best? show like that? Yeah. There's no. There's no. Uh, it's all. It's all a thankless job. But oh. your stuff too. And this. I, and Bill and I are f similar in the fact that it's very hard to take compliments. But I. I, I know. Like I watched you. I've been going to therapy. God, hit me with a few. It's. It, <laughs> it was so well, except for it was. <laughs> it was so good, and the angles that you're coming from. It's like it's like Chris Rock has that too, where it's like it's never the angle that you think it's going to be. It's always like you take something and you just talk about it in a way that I don't see it coming. And I don't see it coming with Chris either. And it's really hard to do yeah, that. There's not a lot of angles left on airplane travel, but I, I like trying no, to try to work my way in there and find it. But you were right, though. The food is never that good. Yeah. And I never thought of the peanut angle, so you had me. But no, it was brilliant, man. It was really fucking great. It, it's so nice to see. You know like, what's great about the show is Cypher Sound. Where, see? Where, see? He's, he's doing no. the same thing. Yes, he is. No, yes, but he is. Like, everybody, like, I I thought this was the, the loosest year of everybody playing off of him. Yeah. I'll tell you it was funny. Nobody picked up. Was he up. the host? I didn't know he was Filipino. The DJ. I was trashing him. I thought he was like 
out of Puerto Rican or something. So yeah. all, all of my jokes, that's why I said, because he played me on to da 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 like this fucking leprechaun music. I was trashing him. And I was trying to think, I couldn't even think of the name of like Mexican music or whatever. I go, I'll fucking play you out to some sombrero music. And he kind of had this look on his face. I found out in the after party he's Filipino. Is he? I didn't know that. I don't know what he is. Yeah, I guess I would have thought he was like Dominican or something. I did too. Somebody, well, somebody said at the after party he was Filipino. I don't know. Hey, here's the the ultimate fucking end of the show. Dumbass Rich Voss <laughs> wants to have an Instagram moment to say hello to Georgia, Patrice's mom. Uh-huh. He goes like this. He is. He goes all right. He is, he's got his cell phone. He goes on the count of three. Everybody say hi, Georgine. Georgine. That's what he said. Hi, Georgine. And, and he said it with such confidence. I was trying to do the math. Go, wait. Is Georgine the real name? You know, like Bill William? I'm like, Georgine. They go, no, wait a minute. I go, wait. Her, her name is George. And the crowd already goes, hi, Georgine. 2,500 people screamed, uh, hi, Georgine. I go, no, no. You fucking idiot. I go, her name is Georgia. And he's like, oh. All right. It's like... Let's do it again. Dude, that, it couldn't have been a better ending to that show, though. It couldn't have. His fuck up, which was totally unintentional, your comment on it, the crowd fucking exploded. The perfect ending to the 10-year benefit. Oh, it undid everything that we were doing. This is a great benefit the whole night. Great benefit, yeah. raising money for Teresa's mom, and then the end, he doesn't even know her fucking name. It's a decade. A decade of benefits. Hi, yeah. Georgie. No, he, he knows her. He probably yeah. has at least 100 photos with her over the years. Georgina isn't even a name. No, it, it was just, it was really embarrassing. It's also funny because he was trying to be like the sensitive side of Rich. Say hi. This is the way he said, hi, Georgina. <laughs> yeah, watching him try to figure out what human emotion is and just mimic it, because that's what Voss does. Right. It, it's a crippling autism. I think that's what he has. So he can't, he just. I like how he's mimics. still hanging on to the shirt or jacket matches the sneakers. It's insane. <laughs> red, and it's red. It's not even a subtle, like a gray or a brown. It's a red jacket and uh-huh. shiny red sneakers. I know and I couldn't think of anything to say but it was just so appallingly horrible. It just so <laughs> shut down my comedy brain. I'm just like It was overwhelming. It was. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking plastic shoes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's almost like there's it, it's too much you can't believe it's happening. It's almost like if somebody walked out and slipped on a banana peel, you'd be like what do I do with that? Like it's yeah. too perfect comedically. <laughs> yeah. That you drop it. I just love sneakerheads. You know, I respect them, but also there's just such that arrested development like their, their, their whole life they want to dress like the first day of school in eighth grade yeah you know I mean, it's like not all, wrong like, <laughs> all these new yorker guys like dude i'm telling like versions like that too yeah jordan ones with a fucking hoodie and a brand new yankee <laughs> fucking over <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it really is i mean yeah. i mean uh, Voss your and kids I will... are in middle school like what are you <laughs> You dress like your kids. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Voss and I will text about sneakers, and it's like, I know. It's the same reason I still love pro wrestling as much as I do. You just can't let go. I know. I, I totally understand. That. I, I will spend nights on eBay just searching for things from my childhood yeah. that are still in the box. I don't buy them. Right. I literally was looking for the fire engine that I always wanted for Christmas, <laughs> and I, I, I did end up getting my brother, my brother broke it. <laughs> Wait, when you were a kid? Yeah. I had it. I had it in a... In a all of a sudden, some of the ladders were missing and the windshield was busted and all that. I was like, I don't remember throwing this thing. I kind of figured it out later that he was doing that to my toys for whatever psychological reason. Did you buy it? Uh, like recently? No, no, no. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. You're I, not there I, yet. 
No, I'll never be there. Dude, no. you can't be. I mean, that's that's go, you're either going serial killer or, or collector of comic books at right. that point. Both right. of those. One, and you can't be either That's a one coin of flip on sadder, sadder you, person. You got to stop that instinct sometimes, right? Because you know where it's going to go. Like, if I buy this, it's not going to stop. I'm going to buy the next thing I want, the next toy, oh, yeah, the next it's thing. It's like, I don't need this. Like, let, let me just want this thing and not get it and not go down that road. Oh, for my son, I went, I went on the internet and I bought him a... Uh, this Tonka truck I had when I was a kid. I had the tow truck, the white one. And uh, mine, the, the 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 towing package on it got broke off a long time ago. And I, I, don't know, I forgot that it was on. And the fucking thing showed up, dude. And the, the towing thing is literally like a fish hook. And I got it. I was like, I can't give this to my kid. He's going to put his fucking eye out. So now I have this <laughs> fucking creepy Tonka truck in my office. Going, Am I really going to put this back up on? There it is. That's it right there. Fucking badass thing. I've always been a truck guy, so you can't see it, but the hook on it is an actual. Uh, yeah. Actual oh my god. Well, yeah, it's no. Yeah, exactly. It was like. Uh, yeah, you like can't. The, a That's stun a fish gun. hook. It's a fish hook. Yeah. yeah. Rusted from years. <laughs> yeah, and it's all rusty metal from the stuff. Eisenhower administration. <laughs> so it's got like every fucking virus on it for the last seventy years. That's nice though. That's something I understand. Like a retro yeah. old truck, like sit like that. I kind of like stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you love all your old stuff. I mean, you never. But that's the thing too. Like I never gave up on my stuff. I just kept it going. Like you never gave up on Kiss stuff. No. Or you just like kept going. Me, I did. I just keep buying it. Yeah. Do you have the dolls? They're not in the box, but I have. <laughs> th- <laughs> I have thought right. of buying them in the box, and the kiss. My obsession. I think it's a good idea. Is to get the four original Kiss Chopper posters, not the remakes. There's all these remakes, the original ones from 1977, and and get them in all in uh, factory sealed, and then hang them on. And, I always and frame been them. fascinated with them in that they're a great rock band, and they're an environmental disaster. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Just all the raw materials over the years to make all everything from the yeah, you know, like those urinal cakes to a coffin. I mean, they literally put their name <laughs> on everything. I'm they, trying to think what else they could possibly. Uh, they got a blimp. Is there a kiss blimp? <laughs> there probably kiss, is. Yeah, like a, it's like be. a drone. There you a go. Condom. There's kiss condoms. Let's pitch I think. This to Gene. It's it's your own your own blimp. I think a condom. <laughs> The they have kiss condoms. They've done kiss condoms. I believe for they sure. have. Yeah. Yeah. That well, that right. makes sense. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only one on me. That's <laughs> the only way you get one. It's the on only me. kiss collectible you didn't buy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There they are. The kiss condoms. Condom with a K. With a K. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh do you get a love gun protection or a studded Paul? Come on. Who doesn't love that? You gotta get a studded Paul, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'd want the condom named after the specific guy. I would love that. You would? A Peter for my Peter? You, how, do you, how do you keep track of all of that shit? And then who's the fucking guy that like you trust? Because there's no way they're sitting there counting how many fucking kiss condoms they sell every month. It just becomes... That's the thing Like I've noticed was, you know, comics are becoming brands and they're branching out of these fucking businesses. And it just gets to the point of like... You're kind of killing what's cool about being a comedian, no? Yeah. Just having the whole fucking day to yourself. And doing nothing <laughs> yeah. and just going on you at night. you like, monitor your furniture business. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my wacky sofa that has elements of my comedy in it. <laughs> you turn the pillow over, it says, ha-ha, yeah. perfect. 
Yeah, no, I know. Oh, the comedy and tragedy pillows. You can, uh, you, can turn around, you can turn around for your moon. Come on, that's a winner. That's a winner. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what it would be. A oh. comic pitching that to you? No, uh-huh. I sell them after shows. See, you flip it around. Uh, people love them. Uh, people love them. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, dude, you're you're not not in that world. There's Bill Burr action figures now. You're a guy who's got an action figure. I know. I don't have any. I don't have any money in that. No, you don't get anything off. I mean, it's your face. Well, how long have you been in this business? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the beginning, you signed that, and we own you forever, and all media's yeah. from here to fucking perpetuity Mars. Perpetuity and all perpetuity. that shit. Yeah. yeah, perpetuity. Yeah, yeah, perpetuity takes a lot of money out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> then you see Bill Burr on a Target shelf, and you're like, I don't know who's getting it, but it ain't me. <laughs> That is so great. Look at that. That's so great. I look like a Russian guy named Boris. (laughs) 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 I I mean, look at that. That's fantastic. It's cool. It's cool. I'll tell you what's cool is being on that show, man. Yeah. Yeah, and Star Wars fans are really cool. I've made fun of them for years. People think I actually hate Star Wars. I don't. It's just that I saw a bunch of people enjoying something, and it's just like I got to make fun of it. It's like the urge I have every time I go by a protest and I have this panic because I got to figure out what they're cheering for so I can yell the opposite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to upset them. Oh, my God. Like, the easiest was when when Trump was president, and you'd see, like, people, like, uh, uh, you know, protesting against him in front of his fucking hotels like he was in there. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> like, he doesn't just loan his name to it. Like, they, yeah. they think he's fucking in there. Yeah. And we would always go by, and I'd have the window down. I'd be like, four more years. <laughs> And I don't even like the guy. It was no. just to watch him be like, hey, you the dumb signs. It was just fantastic. Well, they are protesting a sign because he's not there. They're he's just not. yelling at his name on the building. I will tell you this, just as far as a sports fan, watching what they're doing to Trump for the left is so fucking stupid. It, it reminded me of when Sean Thornton squeezed, this, he squirted fucking P.K. Subban on the Canadians, their best player. You know, because we were getting the better of him in this series. And I just remember thinking, like, don't fucking do that. Don't wake him up. Don't wake him up. Like, dude, Trump was, like, on the oldies thing. You know, the oldies circuit. Like, singing fucking uh, Rhinestone Cowboy and shit. <laughs> and they just wrote him a hit. Yeah. They literally got him back. He's got the fucking Macarena going now. And it's just like, they just rebooted him. That guy, I mean, if they if he gets back in office, which they don't want, like, you, they can thank themselves and, like, I think all of this shit, too, by the way, started way back with Clinton with the blowjob. Ever since then, every president can't just be president. They got to worry about, like, somebody trying to impeach him yeah. or put him in jail. It's like, you got you lied under oath about a blowjob. And then then we get George W. comes in. It's like, you didn't really, you stole the election. He's got to fucking deal with that. Obama, you're not from this country. Trump, everything he fucking did. And Joe Biden, that shit's coming, you know? It is funny, though, watching how both sides, like watching, I loved when Trump was in office, watching conservative people try to defend him. And now you get the other side is watching liberals trying to (laughs) defend him. Like, did you see that video of Joe Biden one time? Some guy came at him. And dude, he just goes like, "That is not true. I was, I was like the bottom of my class in law school. By the end, I was at the top of my class." Dude, he just went like, "Bam, bam, bam, bam." He said six things with such fucking confidence. You're like, "There's no way that's not true." And they, everybody fact checked every fucking one of them was a lie. All and lies. It's just like, dude, this is your guy. And all they can say, hey, anybody's better than Trump. It's like, all right, all right you okay, know? yeah. That's like literally like uh, your team cheats, mine doesn't. So I've kind of like. Uh, like, uh, I, I stopped watching the news, like, I think, like, I don't know, four, five years ago or something. It's been bliss. 
I don't watch any of it. I have no idea what's going on. And uh, you just you just see outraged people, and you go like, "What's the opposite of that?" I'm gonna. No, I, I literally go, "That's who I used to be." Yeah, there's old there's yeah. old fucking O and A clips. I had yep. my eyebrows up. I was screaming and yelling. <laughs> you know, I just became that guy you didn't want to talk to. So I was just like. Yeah, like nobody's gonna fix this. Do you ever get to a point like this morning coming in? I was like, I hadn't slept. I was just rageful, and I'm like, don't blow up your life. To, like, don't like, don't let this irrational, angry feeling fuck you up. Like, be careful of everything you're gonna I, no, say I, today. I have that going on as I'm doing it. There's a voice <laughs> in my head going, "You should stop now. You should stop now. You should stop now. This is bad. This is yeah. bad. Look at look at the look on your wife's face. You should stop now." And I just keep going. What does she? By the way, you, you said something, but she admits things now, which makes you happy, and you shake her hand. And oh, I shook her hand. I fucking love that. I did that in the car. Well, you know, she was, you know, she was fucking, tr I, was, I was losing, dude. I was on the ropes. She was bam, bam, She bam. was killing you. Oh, not, yeah, and uh, it, with facts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, oh, no. And um, I looked at her. I go, all right, okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. I got to work on all this stuff. I go, but you know what? I go, you're selfish. And she just went, all right, yeah, you're right. I am. And I, I couldn't believe it. I literally just, I shook her hand and I just go, thank you. <laughs> I didn't ask her to work on it or nothing. No, we are getting along like better than uh than we ever had because i think both of us were just kind of doing that now where it was just like a uh it's like a funny we always kind of had that where i remember one time i was going off on her in the car and uh it was one of my favorite things she ever said to me and i fucking you do this you do that and, blah, blah, get sick, blah, blah. and then she had this she had a drink or something that she goes oh yeah she goes well you know pony right either my friend <laughs> 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 and I laughed so hard she started doing she did a spit take in my car and you know what's funny it literally ended the argument we both just laughed, laughed like we're ridiculous human beings it is nice to have that where all of a sudden when you're in a relationship that works you. and you're just happy that like I'm happy that I'm okay letting this go like I'm, I'm I don't need to be right like my girlfriend's upset I'm like ah, let me just stop it's not worth her being upset it's nice to feel that way yeah I mean it's kind of like uh what you have to do it, i don't know it's it's a weird th it's it's like a mature thing and uh, there's also something sad about it <laughs> you just feel you just don't have the fight in you anymore but then it kind of goes smooth like if he just kind of you know i i have a very stereotypical uh kind of marriage thing where it's like i have the garage you know yep. and and yeah. and she runs the house which you know at first, I'm like, oh, like, what the fuck? And then I really just thought, and think, like, am I really going to organize things? Yeah. Am I going to organize a kid's birthday party? No. I don't think that that's going to look good. No. And do you want to do it even? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, on any, you know what I want to do? I want to show up after all her hard work and then act like an idiot and make the kids laugh. That's what I want to yep. do. And she does that, and it works. That's yeah, good. it works perfectly. That's I don't know. It actually gets to the point, I look back, I was like, why was I arguing? I don't want to fucking be a planner. Yeah. Oh, my God. It goes back to what you were saying about being, like, the whole point of being a comic is that you don't have to do stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how you've made your living. That's how you live your life. And so the idea that you would fight to, to be the head of household, you don't Dude, want I, Exactly. Anytime I get a text message, I'll be in my little She's like, what now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You don't have to ask. Yeah, I just don't. Do, yeah, I, I, just, I, I, what? Just, <laughs> yes. I don't want to be a planner. I just want the option. I want the option of being a planner if I want it, and then I'll let her do whatever she wants. Like that—that's what I kind of like. Like I just want the option. I don't want to feel like the option is changing. Jesus Christ! Me. We should all be wearing sweaters. How old are we? <laughs> I know. Listen, I know. Yeah. Fucking just now. We should talk about our physical ailments. Dude, before you came. In,
came in, I was talking about maybe I'm going to go on TRT. T-wise. Like, yeah, I, 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 blood work, you know, yeah. Oh, what's is that the testosterone? Yeah. I was so happy you asked me if I was on testosterone. I thought you were, yeah. You're... It made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I actually could. joked. I have a personal trainer now. I'm really Hollywood. Yeah. And <laughs> I got to live up to my action figure. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I, I was saying, I go, what is your goal? I go, I want people to think I'm on HGH. <laughs> yeah. That's a great goal. You want people to think you're taking something. Yeah. That, yeah. How, how are you in, in, in good shape at, at your age? So uh, I, put on a, a, I put on a hard 20, like, in, during the pandemic, meaning, like, like, it's like been really hard to take off and it's also at my age. So um, I'm kind of doing something that I never do. I, I used to just get on the elliptical and then literally look like a prisoner of war yeah. to just get back and I would lose all the muscle and everything. I would just be like this fucking fleshy ginger walking down the street. It was <laughs> awful. So this is the first time he's been like, no, you got to just keep eating protein and vegetables. We'll keep the muscle. And then when you cut, you're going to like doing like that whole thing. And it's been... Um, I keep getting hurt. That's the thing. Yeah. Because there's like kickboxing involved and shit. And oh. it's just like, I guess, yeah, I was, I'm old. You know, it's funny. Rudy Rush said oh, to wow. me. Oh, Is he still in Dallas? Yeah. He said to me, he goes, Bill, what the fuck are you doing that shit for? He goes, you're in your yoga and Pilates years. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew he was right. I was like, I should be going Sting right now. <laughs> Sting's the only old guy I've ever seen. Like, like that guy looks fuck. I remember uh, I did some benefit and he was on. and He was on the thing. And uh, I was standing there with Louie. And I said to him, like, Jesus Christ, look at that guy. He's fucking 50. Look how good he looks. And Louie looks at me. He goes, he's 60. I was wow. like, what? Dude, he looked fucking unbelievable. Yeah. But, yeah, he was, like, one of the first that was, like, popularizing that. Yoga and Pilates and all that is so regular now. But back then, it was he was weird for doing it. And tantric fucking. Tantric. That's all he talked about was him and his wife would do that tantric hours-long fucking. Yeah, he didn't need to bring that up. I know, but <laughs> yeah, I was. That's... <laughs> it's like, dude, we know you're slaying it. <laughs> <laughs> like an astronaut being like, you know, I flew really high. <laughs> oh, did you? That's what yeah. I thought. Now yeah. you just seem like a fucking dork. <laughs> it went to the moon. Yeah, maybe we didn't need to, to know that, but I was kind of happy that it's possible to do it. Tantric Yeah, sex? I like the idea of it. Have you ever looked no. into trying to figure no. out how you can do it? No. You do tantric jerking off. That's exactly it. It's edging. It's yeah. edging with another person. That's what tantric sex is. You've never tried that? Yeah. You know what? Edging, watch? so coming right up to it. Oh my god! I used to for so hours. So you're like the buzzard and fucking <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Gonna come? No, 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 no! Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Nope, 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 no, nope, no, nope. don't wanna do it. Don't wanna do it. Just wasting a whole afternoon. Yes, yes, yes. That is exactly it. You waste a whole afternoon just jerking and stopping and jerk. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Do you go do something? Oh, else? so it isn't like you're going to and in your mind you're able to stop. You just know when to stop. Uh, don't your fucking balls just yes. ache after a while? Yes, and then you finally do it. It's a better rush. Do you stop like Is and there like, audio do another activity? You? I want to hear you. <laughs> I want to hear that after. I want to hear Jim with achy balls coming. I just I don't know why. I just want. <laughs> I just like a masseuse just got that knot. Oh. <laughs> Your fucking neighbors. Oh, they're doing it again. <laughs> but yeah, it makes you, uh, it does waste a lot of time. But do you like, how long are the, uh, when you stop, do you just stop for like 30 seconds and start again? Or do you Until stop you and like go get need. a meal? Until you feel, it depends on what you do. Sometimes the day Sam, you got to get to know your body. <laughs> I, see. I didn't realize. <laughs> Old Gwyneth Norton over here. <laughs> it's all easy. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and it's funny. You do things like it made me think too. You get like your helicopter pilot license, uh-huh. and that really I thought of that a lot. Like meaning like while look, you're jerking off. No, no, yeah. oh, the drive. No, but the ability to do that, to, to do that like healthy shit with your time. I'm like, what am I doing? I love you that. You can't he goes, keep doing this. If I wasn't edging, I'd be flying a helicopter. <laughs> there is something in between I could probably do. If I wasn't helicoptering my dick all afternoon, I'd be flying a real one. I could know at least three other languages. <laughs> all the r- thoughts that run through your head when you're tantric jerking. Yeah, Rosetta Stone is just sitting there collecting dust. You know what they should do? with Israel. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a combat, I think of that. That's a tantric laugh. He was holding that in the he whole was. fucking show. He was. I love oh. that. You think about what a what a what a more developed human being you could be yes. had it not been for all the hours. Yeah. I respect that. No, like, but you forget that you're still you. So if you, whatever thing that you did that wasted your time, you would have found something else. You, you would have just wasted that time's getting wasted. But there's, but there's better not wasted. things to do. I don't think it's not. You got to be not be hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. There's like this so much shit that we're doing is just man-made. Right. You know, it's not really real in a way, but it is because everybody buys into it. So it's just like like chilling out is so fucking and just not doing anything. I'm not saying sitting there watching TV, but I mean just like just sitting there, just sitting, sit drinking a cup of coffee, just sitting there, not doing anything, Uh just being fucking mindless. Yeah, is really underrated. It is nice just to sit and relax, and that's healthy. Yeah, Jim, just repeat what I said and act like it was your point. No, no, I'm kind of. You know, it is nice to do what he just said. I'm agreeing with you. I think that you made the point very well, and I'm, I'm, I'm just putting a bow on it. I was just trying to say I missed you. (laughs) I missed you too, Bill. But yeah, you're right. Sometimes just doing nothing is nice, but, but it's I also, can't do it. Who are you? What do you enjoy? You enjoyed helicopters. You enjoy tantric jerking off. I it's, do. That's what you want to do with your time. But when you see, one is not more valuable than the other. When you see guys you know doing I think healthy tan- things, tan- tantric jerking is is just as interesting as flying a helicopter. It, it, not it, more it, so. It yeah. is more satisfying There's in the immediate moment. There's definitely way more helicopter pilots than there are people tantric jerking. I know. <laughs> tantric jerking. <laughs> I don't know about that. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people. Is there a community? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edging is really you know, underrated. <laughs> Which I love. By I way, just love is. that I have a friend. It's the same as you because- Do you have you, a friend that tantric jerks? Yeah, as a matter I of do. fact, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you meet the other people. I had no idea you were into helicopters. Huh? I'm into helicopters. Jim is the same way with tantric jerks. You have jerking. more than one friend who tantric jerks. I have jerks. a wide variety of friends. <laughs> but I'm you, a progressive person. I'm not the are. only one, I have though. my gay friend, my black friend, and my tantric jerking friend. <laughs> but the, more of them tantric jerk, they just don't tell you they do. Like, they, they'll oh. show up five minutes late, like, ah, oh, it was traffic. No, he was jerking off all day. You, can you That's tell? That's why he's late, yes. Yeah. Yeah, look <laughs> at the back. If there's sweat on the back. He was jerking off. That's why he's late. Yeah. Shirt's wet. Yeah. From being against the seat. Traffic doesn't do that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're against the chair in your office. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is uh, getting into a world that oh, I don't yeah, need to yeah. know about. Very it, got, it got very real when he said he's leaning on a chair in his office. <laughs> now you can put a place to it. Jim has always been the adorable mascot of Vice. <laughs> Just brings you into the underworld of the city with like this teddy bear vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't do that now. Anyway, that's the point. You don't? No. No. You don't tantric jerk? No. Well, you're in that, I mean, well, you're- I you said that's what you do. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I stopped doing that. He's in. A, he's in like a relationship. Too much wasted time. And plus, you're in like a. You're you're in a monogamous. You're domesticated. I feel like kind for of, kind of the yeah. first time. You know, I thought most of that was for a goof. You really did that. 
Like yeah. how many? How many hours? Like how many hours? Would you be like, oh man, I could have watched the Yankee game instead. <laughs> Yankee game. I could have watched the. I could have watched Yank. the division series. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you went first round. Let's not, I exa- had to. Let's not exaggerate too much. Yeah. Let's not say the ALCS wouldn't have been funny. The ALCS would have been seven days. That's yeah. ridiculous. No one jerks off through seven games. But yeah, five games. Yeah. A ventriloquist puppet would have said ALCS. I know. Seven division series. Division series. Honest. Is, 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 yeah, that's a, you knew a I meant comics it. comic. I respect that line. But at your peak, this would be happening like you'd waste how many days a year? Do you think would be wasted? I never actually put a, a thing on it, but I mean, like hours a day. Hour, it was it was crazy. It was like just, every day. It's a waste of time. Yeah, almost every day. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a waste. Yeah. It's a total waste. But you see people doing healthy shit, and you're like, no, spend your time doing something else that's productive. You enjoyed yourself, <laughs> though. I did. <laughs> I'm not saying it was not a wasted this moment. Fucking no. dick was as red as boss's jacket. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm waking up. That's how, right. how hard was that to get out? Because you had shoes and jacket. You didn't know you were going to shoes or jacket. I think that's what it was. Yeah. 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 I understand. Right. Glad the tell I'm not on good. testosterone <laughs> for fucking eating a bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what? There's too few people in here for me to eat this and not be rude. That's what I'm kind of realizing. Enjoy just, it. Enjoy it. You could just numb your cough button while you're oh is that what it is yeah okay. yeah no oh, while you're chewing right. just all right jim so what else do you like to do no <laughs> um, i don't know why i just pictured you on a sailboat with a little outfit on <laughs> oh, you're horny <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just there's always an element of creep to everything that you do i, know. So I was just picturing you like you take up sailing for some reason but then you would go there dressed like you know you know a rich person's son they dressed him in the 1920s <laughs> did the tails come off the hat or was it off the back of the shirt you know that no that yes really, I think it was it, off the off the hat. Uh, off the hat, yeah. yeah. Oh, the little tails on the hat. Yeah, yeah. The little, like ribbon. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Sure. <laughs> or a little Paul Murdoch cap. Yeah. Something nice for boating. Paul Murdoch. Yeah. Did you follow? You don't watch the news, but did you follow the Murdoch case? Like the. Uh, you know that the lawyer family. Anything with murder, I will see because my wife watches all that shit. Like, she loves like it. Like the SNL sketch. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was we were, it was fascinating. It was pretty interesting. I can't stop. I, I mean, I guess a year ago we started hearing about this. Those people set gingers back like fucking ten years. Yeah, yeah. They've always said we're evil <laughs> and we're close to Satan because of our hair color, and then they have to go out. I prove like it. the level of power that yeah. they had, that they just went in and went right by the cops. Yeah, we're taking this boat, and they were just like, all right, okay. Yeah, that's the whole family. It's all of them. It's not just one. It, it is a bunch of all redheads and all. It was kind of like all redheads. Oh yeah, but yeah. Saying, the you know what's funny? Right. I actually yeah. watched a movie that was almost foreshadowing that. If you watch at close range with uh, Sean Penn and Christopher Walken, mm-hmm. how Sean Penn's the uh, the crazy dad, and uh, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, Spoiler and Chris alert. Penn and Chris Penn. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorites, and uh, you know he kind of uh, eliminates problems with family members, and that, that's the fact that the guy could fucking kill his own son. I mean, his wife. I mean, that's pretty pedestrian. You see sure. that story in the news every yeah, day. It's understandable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, to just be sitting there and be like, you know, I'm going to kill my own son. I mean, that's just fucking. It's crazy. Yeah, they were like, uh, I don't know. I don't understand. It's almost like I, you, you, they're just an entire like mental illness. You know, like like uh, in Rain Man. When Dustin Hoffman, you know, couldn't tie his shoes but could fucking count the cards. I feel like they were all, like, mentally ill, but they were, like, really good at, like, I don't know, 
business yeah tyranny or something like that they were just like perfectly wired for that because it didn't even make sense that you could be that like that big of a fucking psycho and it was run also, a town it was, yeah it was so crazy that they're still like local towns like that being run like you wouldn't think with everything i feel like everything has gotten so much more everybody's aware of everything you can just tweet that, out like oh my god the murdochs are ruining my family that's what and i mean start like trending yeah the fact that there are still little towns where like families have had power over this town for yeah like the fear everybody had and then yeah the, like everybody in town knew that they murdered that that kid because their kid was gay and that was his boyfriend and like all of that shit was just fucking wild. But the minute yeah, it wonder, became a national son... story, it was like, now it's over. And it was like, they were like, yeah, they were the law. Everybody who talks about them says they were the law and everybody just kind of understood from the grandfather to the uncle to the father. That father's a fucking creep. I mean, he's a real creep, that Alex Murdoch. He yeah. lost a lot of weight there. He looks good. I mean, if I met him, <laughs> that's probably what I'd say, you know? Guess Look, you're, you're losing weight. Yeah, kill your family. For a corporate, yeah. I'd take it, but <laughs> I wouldn't like it. <laughs> do you do corporates? I, I can't do them. I'm too, no, a, nobody wants me. Let me start there. Uh, there's been no offers. But B, <laughs> I, I should start preface this. But even when they have come in, I'm just too dirty and I can't do them. Yeah, I haven't done a corporate gig in a long time. It's just a weird thing. You know what it is? It's it's not the show. It's that they always want you to sit down and eat with the boss beforehand. Terrible. And you just feel like the kid at the table. It's just, it's just something does something to your soul. And I was just like, yeah, it's not worth it. Because there's nothing to talk about with with the like. I'm not interested oh, that's in their even job. Worse. Hey, you got to make fun of Mary in accounting, and they they uh. do all of this shit, and then you go up and you do it, and then she gets fucking pissed. Yeah. And then the little bastard like slinks away, and then like you get in trouble. No, I did. Um, I think one of the last ones I did, I did a um, a private Christmas party on the Upper West Side in somebody's, like, fucking brownstone in their back area. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I have not bombed like that since. <laughs> like, they were all sitting eating, and then they go, we got a comedian, and they all just looked, at, and they were just, like, oh. hunched down. I just in, intruded on the whole fucking thing. It was just like, like, why the fuck would you, like, I, 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 was, oh, I, I immediately called my agent. And just fucking never again. Oh, I just was like, "What in the fuck was that?" And he goes, I, "I'll get into it tomorrow." I was told that it was going to be this way. Everyone knew that you were coming. I would never do that to you. I was just like, "Dude, I felt like I, I fucking walked in on a funeral." <laughs> How many people? Oh, dude, it was like twelve. Oh, yeah. So it was already a small <laughs> gathering oh, of people, an intimate gathering, and, and they just wanted to talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't need... Yeah, and it's like always on those things is that secession vibe or however you fucking succession... Exactly. Yeah. However you fucking say that show, right? There's always that vibe of, of like whatever is going on and there's just it's, just... it's a whole other level of society and you just come walking in smelling of the city. You just seem like, like oh, he takes public transportation, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just had that, I had the subway vibe on me. Oh, yeah. This was a while ago before my personal trainer. You know? No, I understand. <laughs> You're fat. <laughs> it's just pre-action figure. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're, they're humiliating. You can tell so... by my hoodie. I've really stepped it up. <laughs> it's easier to bomb in front of a thousand people than it is in front of 12 people. It's more pleasant. It's because it's less personal than when there's 12 oh. people sitting there eating. Well, yeah, plus it's like not looking at you. Not looking at you or looking at you just like you're distracting them and they can't talk to each other. It's got to be weird to be hired by a small group of people as just the entertainment. Dude, the worst part was when they were sharing looks with each other. Just oh. kind of looking across the table going like, oh. And I was just you like, I wasn't. <laughs> There's 12 of them. You can see them. 
Yeah, sharing. No, looks. and it, when I was in a super like, like defensive, that part of my life, so I didn't know how to be like. I needed to be pleasant, and I just I still don't know how to do that. But I I really didn't know how to do that. I needed to be like, hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me. Like the way Rich intro. Georgine's name last night. <laughs> yeah. I need confidence. No I need to what. go into that mode, <laughs> and and then maybe do like a little crowd work going around the table. I don't know. I I still every once in a while, like the gig was so bad, I still try to fix it in my head. Yep. Like maybe if I did this, oh my god. You're an actor. You're a, a good one. actor too. So that that's yeah. where you got to be an actor too. Like you just got to go. I'm gonna pretend I'm having fun with these fucking people, even if you hate their guts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I should have done that. It's hard to do. Because then you also have to be a comedian. Yeah, but I mean, right. like, because you want to be honest. Like, as a comic, right. you want to address what's Dude, going Dude, I regret on. that gig the way I regret, like, past relationships with women where I just think <laughs> back going, like, why did I say that? I wish I never met her. I heart broke her heart or whatever. And then, like, like that gig, I just think, like, why did I say yes to that? Or why wasn't I just pleasant? Yeah. Why couldn't I just, why couldn't I have just said in the middle of, like, Listen, I'm kind of getting the vibe that you guys didn't know this was going to happen, and I really feel awful that I'm up here just. <laughs> See, this would be bad. Yeah, <laughs> ruining your Christmas dinner. <laughs> you know, I know you have third world countries to carve up or whatever the fuck it is you guys wanted to get back to talking to. Oh my god, it was. Uh, yeah, that was a bad one. How much time? Oh, I. It was an eternity. I don't know. I. I there's no way they Forever. wanted me to do an hour, but right. it felt like an hour, and like. Oh, dude. And then afterward, the person that booked you, you know, talking to him in the, in the sounds of shoes walking across the hardwood uh, floor, like all of it, dude, it's just such a still like a visceral experience. It was so I just had to like and the whole time I'm going like, hey, yeah, like, oh, like gritting my teeth, like just like just let me walk out this giant door with that yeah. big stupid I'm rich handle yeah, on it. Yeah, kind of big... towards the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. the, oh, the thing in the middle. <laughs> Anybody who has a fucking door handle in the middle of their door, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to exactly fucking know them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's humili. It's a weird. It's a weird humiliation. Like it's, it's like, why am I doing this? And uh, yeah. I saw this beautiful woman the other day. She hailed a cab. She just went like this. They just go like that. And I just said to Kenny, I was just like that chick right there. Fucking nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Because. From here to here is what you're going to have to do in the relationship. That's right. <laughs> arm straight out to arm all the way up. Yeah, up. that's entirely up. She's not even going to hold up her fucking end of it. I don't know. That's probably not a fair assessment of her. But it's 100% a fair assessment. Is it? Is, 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's okay. a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's such a great word. But isn't it great? <laughs> it's such a great it is. It is. It just has that blunt force trauma. It's yeah. 100%. It's, it's, it's right. Yeah. It's the torso. Yeah. Cunt hits you in the torso. It's one of the few words where there's zero interpretation needed. There's zero. There's no way to fix it once you say it. Mm-hmm. It's it's 100% commitment to, to a thought, to, or, yeah. to, a, to an emotion. And after you say it, it's like, yep, I just did. I yep. did. I said, I said it. it. Yeah. That's so done that now. We're good. there. Yeah. That's a big one. It's yeah, <laughs> and by the way, and uh, and hearing about a bad gig, there's just nothing I find more enjoyable, especially when it's like that. Like after everything you've done, it's still right there, top of mind, oh, all time regrets. Was, there was Bill before that gig and Bill <laughs> yeah. after. It's like the nine eleven for the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> it's his own personal nine eleven. No, yeah. it took me like three days to walk that off. Yep, like I had a bad night's sleep. I felt ter- I I I mean. Beyond being humiliated, I felt terrible for them. Like, I, I literally went, <laughs> I just ruined somebody's Christmas party. Right. When you look at it, I, you, you know what? I wonder if they ever fucking, you know, 
see me on a late night show and be like, that's that motherfucker who came oh, yeah. in and ruined our Christmas party. Yeah. He's a horrible person. Yeah, but they've also seen it and went, oh, that guy is legit. We should have fucking paid attention to that guy. They've probably watched it and no, said that, Jimmy, too. Jimmy, if, if there was tape of my set, there's oh. nothing I could ever do in entertainment. I could become an EGOT, and they would still be like, that fucking guy. <laughs> that piece of shit ruined everything. <laughs> I did. No, because I have a crushing need to be liked. And that just fed into all of that. Yep. Hey, I'm on stage. Like me. They're like, oh, That's no. That's great. Because just, they, they, and are they so went beyond that to then ruin their, like, ruined. They turn on SNL. Oh, dude. Because I like, that's, cause that's I got, the guy. I got mad. I got mad. And I was like, going, oh, you know, you don't want to blab this shit, man. Like, uh-huh. I was just like, dude, I was just like, <laughs> I was like the sober drunk uncle. Oh. It was horrible. Dude, it was like. I, I don't, can't even explain it to you. It was like I was the, the bad seed of the family, but I had like like amnesia, so I don't know who anybody was, and they just dropped me in like, oh, like you know, was Uncle Carl coming? Like I was literally that guy. It's the weird thing. Like the little, everyone has that committee in their head, that negative, you know, you're a piece of shit, you're worthless, that little fucking committee that sits in the brain, and that's like the, the visualization of it. they're right. Like when I'm bombing like that in front of people, I hate them, and I'm like, they're right. They see me for what I am, which is a fraud in this business. They know I don't belong. They're like in that moment, I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt. Would have been a great way to end the set. Any consolation? (laughs) You're right. I I, I feel horrible, and I'm well aware that I've ruined your. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mature enough not to blame my agent. Yep. I just I wrecked it. I didn't handle this right because if you handle everything right and it still shits, then you're like, all right, I I, I at least address them. I tried to do A, B, and C, but when you go in, like, I could have done that better. Yeah. That's the worst. I remember I did I did one in Vegas at the Win for this oil company, and uh, and I went in there and I was and there was just some there would just been some giant oil spill. And uh, all those sad pictures of them cleaning off the birds. And I made a reference <laughs> oh, to no. that about what they did. <laughs> and I was actually imitating like, how stupid they are. Like when I was going like, oh, fuck them birds. They should learn how to fly over the fucking oil slick or something like that. And they all just went like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like killing, but they, they weren't getting me. And I'm yeah. like going, no, no, like I'm shitting on you guys. But then I was like, wait, I can't do that. Like that's not professional. These people hired me. I knew they were an oil company. For me to then go in and shit on them for doing it, it you know, it was another move that I wouldn't do now. And uh, but they just skipped right past the irony, dude. Just... They they were like, like you when you think about oil drilling and like the 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 level of of technology to find it, go out and build one of those things in the ocean, and the men that drill it and all that type of stuff. Like, there's a lot of brain power. You wouldn't know it from the crowd. It was just like, there were a lot of high-fiving. Ah, I just remember, like, a lot of suit coats coming up and love handles, you know. And the, ah! I just, <laughs> that's all I remember from that gig, as I just keep sport coats moving around of people, like, high-fiving. Like, they were really, like, it had that real... Like if I was like a like a fucking hooker, I would be really like it had that fucking somebody's gonna choke a hooker to death yeah. vibe in the thing. That's the <laughs> party uh, getting out of control. Yeah. yeah, very. It was it was funny too because it was early in the evening, but it was just like I was thinking like at least a third of these people are gonna do blow tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a smart third that's gonna go to bed, and then that middle one is gonna be like, am I, who who do, who's right here? I am in Vegas. Yeah. Should I do yeah. that? <laughs> or should I do the smart thing and go to bed and call my wife? I just love the idea of standing there on stage and you're like, I don't think any of these people understand what I'm saying. Like, none of them are getting 
the intention of the material. Yeah, and in a way, they were actually like trolling me, like not right. even knowing they were doing it, like just agreeing with everything I was saying and, and actually enjoying it. I didn't do it for the whole set, but it was another thing too. Like I went in there, and that one was like a uh, just super aggressive. Like, dude, they were like they were they were in Vegas, dude. Yeah. They made a bunch of money. They were ready to go. They didn't need me. They were already fucking wound up. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, these are bad memories. You're bringing up bad ones. Like I, th- all of these were the reasons I just stopped. I just it just was never worth it. Um, all the money in the world, it's just not worth it. Because uh, I love being a comedian. So just to go in and do that and have that feeling getting off stage. I mean, it's one thing to you know go down. And, the fucking cellar and eat your balls. That's that's just like what happens. And I see you guys are there and you make my funny me and it's all right. But like that thing there was just like, I knew this was going to be a hell gig. Yep. And I did it because it was a big sack of money. Yep. And I was yeah. like, yeah, hey, I got to go, you know? Oh, sure. I could go buy an old fire engine that I never got when I was a kid. You know, it's just <laughs> that stupid mindset. And then you just, ugh, it's yep, the worst. Because then what you remember from the gig is not the money or the fire engine. It's the clink of the knife on the plate <laughs> or the little silverware when they put it down and you can <laughs> hear the clink of the silverware. Yeah. That's how you know you're really eating your dick. When they're eating Dude, and you I, can I hear did, their silverware. I did one in, uh, it was some sort of like... Uh, golf club or like men's club you know like the water buffaloes like on fred flintstone so before they have me eat with like the head guy the head guy with the hat with the tassel oh, like one of those type of yeah, things yeah, so yeah. there's this fucking guy before i go up there for some reason they have people in the crowd just all guys going up and telling street jokes <sighs> now thankfully three out of four of them stink but one guy is fucking great <laughs> and he dude relaxed you know, the facial expressions, and he is fucking killing. And by, he went up like three times. And then the third time when he killed, he just goes, see? He goes, nothing to it, you know? I don't know. Uh, I don't, he goes, I don't know what we need this guy for. Uh, and I got so fucking pissed. <laughs> like, you fucking jerk off going up yeah. there telling fucking salesman street jokes, you yeah. motherfucker. Now you think you're George Carlin, you cunt. That's what I, <laughs> that, that's what I came up with. <laughs> and dude, I went up there. I did eight minutes of silence, right? <clears throat> Me doing. <clears throat> Sorry, smoked a cigar last night. Um, I did fucking eight minutes of my act and no laughs whatsoever. Oh. <laughs> and I was just fucking. <laughs> you know, you ever go in there? <laughs> and nobody laughed. And then finally I go, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? This guy in the back goes, we're afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, then I had to be like, I had to walk it all the way yep. down. And what I should have done was I should have gone up there and just in a hilarious way, I should have just agreed with the guy. Yes. Yeah, like, why Why do you need me? You know, when you can read a joke off a Dixie cup yeah. and come up here and pass it <laughs> off like it's your own Dixie cup. They were so old, they probably would have remembered it. <laughs> um, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. This is like fucking therapy. Yeah. yeah. There were some good ones, right, Jim? We yeah. did have some good gigs. There's a lot of great gigs, but not those. No, those, are all... no, those are bad. Fenway. You did Fenway. That's yeah. a great gig. It's Fenway great must night. have been much better. Yes, Fenway was in, was a dream, and it was also you know what's great about it too. To add to the whole ambiance, it was the perfect night for baseball. But I was doing stand up, and everybody got there, and dude, they just sat and listened. It was uh. a fucking show, and uh, and I would be sitting there, and it was like I was out by I was like in left center, and the seats they just kept fucking going. And I remember I was thinking like Led Zeppelin has a song called The Ocean, and what that was a reference to was their. Uh, how big the crowds they played for it was like an ocean of people. It's the first time I ever understood that. It just kept fucking going. The infield they had like blocked off. And then above all of them, you know, over home plate, I was looking, it just said Fenway Park. And the whole, it was, 
it was uh yeah dude it was it was unreal and one of my favorite things was in the end you know i had t tony v who i i you know started out with and learned so much stuff we were standing in the uh sort of this this i don't know pavilion that they built in right field and we were watching everybody walking out smoking a cigar at fenway and people were walking out and just went, hey, great show, but blah, 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 blah. It was like, I literally should have retired that night. Yeah. But instead, I kept going. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the moment, like, when you, when you, I know it's scary. No matter how advanced a comic you are, doing a gig like that is scary. What is the moment where you're like, okay, this is going to be great? Like, 20 was, minutes the, in. Really? It took 20 minutes to calm down. And then I realized, okay, that they're going to be all right. And, uh, yeah. Like, I actually... I still don't think I did a good enough job to justify a gig that gig, a big, or whatever. Uh, I haven't really ever. I it's not something I'll ever be, ever be able to like process. Um, it was fucking nuts, dude. It was fucking nuts. It was all the whole field, and then it went into the stands, and it went up, and it just kept fucking going. And and I had to not look at it because I just had to keep like it's like what can I say that's going to justify this? This doesn't even make any fucking sense. And um, that was funny. Dice was calling me, you know, helping me get ready for it. And he kept telling me, you got to go to the gym. You got to do squats. And I kept thinking, why the fuck is this guy talking about doing squats? And last night, I just held, like, his leather vest. He showed it to me. I held yeah. the fucking thing. You could do, like, curls with the thing. So, like, his jackets are, like, 15 fucking pounds. Yeah. And he has to go out, you know, yeah. and do, like, an arena. And it's like, well, yeah, dude, if you got, like, a fucking two toddlers on each, each <laughs> side of you. Yeah, because I was like, I just kind of wear a button. <laughs> But Dice helped me uh, a lot get me ready for that gig, and it really meant a lot to me that he cared yep. and reached out. Yeah, it was almost like unsettling. He was just going like, so what's going through your head right now? And I was like, I'm, I'm trying to not think about it. And he's just going, yeah, I understand. He was, he was so fucking, that guy, people don't understand because he's always breaking balls how fucking cool that guy is. Yeah, and he's been there and he's done those gigs and he did them before comics did them. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was Steve no, that Martin. really meant a lot because he yeah. did not have to do that. No. At all. And he, like, I'm t like, dude, he called me like a half a dozen times. Um, he's always been like that when uh, I sends a text if I do a TV gig and I have a good set. Was, hey, if he watches it takes the time yeah he's great yeah he's really 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 good guy he should get a better he, not he has a better reputation but com comics should know how good he is to comics like he did a lot for me he's just he's just really he's great to comedians and i just you know i wish more people knew that i about saw him. him walk up to keith last night because keith fucking murdered yeah everybody murdered keith had a fucking great set um oh my god how bad did cypher fuck up the fucking you're i the, when keith walked off Bill said to me, he goes, how funny would it be if he had him walk off to the Hulk music after Keith is done, which would have been a, a dun, monstrous dun, dun, last dun, animal. Was taking, yeah, was, he's walking off with his cane. <laughs> so he tells, he tells Cypher. Well, Cypher did do it in the beginning because Cypher played Walk This Way by Aerosmith. And I told him, I go, play the Jeopardy song. Do, do, do. We're waiting for him to get out there. And uh, it was... I know the crowd didn't quite laugh the way comedians do, but it, I also thought it led him into like how mean we are to each other. And Keith loved it. Yeah, he's the meanest the, out of all of us. What was the uh, Voss said to him? Uh, <laughs> this next guy is also going to be our next benefit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, just a fucking a, a fucking viper voices. <laughs> no, but that was like uh, 
Uh, that's what I loved about last night's show is they, I thought there was so much of that so they could really see. Yeah. You know, people listen to you know us on the radio over the years. They, they, they know, but there's a lot of people that, you know, if they didn't listen to the radio show, yep. don't understand how fucking mean we are to each other. But it's just like as long as there's like a silliness underneath it, which took me the longest time to learn, I would just be like just mean. straight mean. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how the game was played in my world growing up. It right. wasn't. It wasn't trying to like break balls. You were trying to hurt somebody. <laughs> Bobby Kelly grew up the same way. Right. So I remember we used to talk about that, going like, "Yeah, that's. We gotta kind of tone it down." Like Bobby, after a while, his thing was he just kept saying mean shit, and then when he would, the whole table would be like, "God damn," he would just go, "Bob Kelly," <laughs> <laughs> and then that kind of became like his fucking catchphrase. And then I actually wanted him to say. Like, really mean shit. <laughs> he does acknowledge when he's too mean. Like, Bobby does know that. Like, he'll say something that'll be like, too mean? Like, he knows that he's, oh, fuck, yeah, that's that's me as a kid. Yeah. Know that. Yeah, he understands. Yeah, that fucking guy, man. Like, he's he he just keeps becoming, like, a better person. He's, like, jolly yeah. now. Dude, when I yeah. first met yeah. Bobby, Bobby was, like, this fucking street kid maniac ready to fight anybody. Like, he was a fucking lunatic. I was, like, you know, happy I was friends with him. One of those things. I'm glad this guy likes me. And now he's just like, you know, he's like this, just like a really uh, mellow. Nice man. Yeah, I, I always tell that story. We had that, our last fight, that Don't that. Interrupt Me Cunt was the last one. The and best. I just looked at him, I go, aren't we past this? <laughs> Which was the greatest, because I just left him hanging <laughs> way up there. But yeah. so what it was, so they screwed up the, Sife screwed up the Hulk music last night? Yeah, well, I just, that would have been the perfect play. Well, you know what it was, was Stupid Voss went out and was running his yap. I understand that he, he had to do that, but he had a great time. Um, I was trying to say what was great about him is there was a lot of interaction of people, you know, shitting on him. And then he did five minutes and he killed. And it was funny. He tells he explained to Voss how to shut off his turntable oh. setup. It was a giant silver button. So, so he plays himself on and him and Voss switch positions. And in my head, I'm watching this. I'm like, there's no way Voss is going to do this right. And, of course, he goes up to the mic and Voss is just sitting there pressing all this shit. And the fucking music is still playing this Jay-Z shit. And he's sitting there standing on the mic and going, it's the silver button. Rich, the big silver button. And the whole fucking crowd is just laughing. That's what I thought, like, last night. They really got to see a lot of, like. Like, everybody, you know, on the surface knew Rich was dumb, but then they actually got to see real offstage dumb Rich Voss. <laughs> they got to understand, like, oh, this is a, a bit, but it's also completely yeah, it's true. it's not like Foster Brooks where he pretended to be drunk. Right. Like, Rich is actually dumb. Yeah, he's, he's actually stupider than we portray him. Yeah, which yeah. Which is difficult. I'll tell you, that hat is on that head. He has, like, a fucking, like, a square head. I tried to slap it off his yeah. head. It barely moved. Like, he fucking... <laughs> Like he glued it on like a toupee. <laughs> yeah. That awful hat. Is yeah. it a fedora? It's a fedora. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like a straw fedora almost. He wears it. Is it the same hat every year? No. He changes hats. Which oh, is does. worse. It's worse. It's worse that he changed. If he had one of his lucky hat, like fucking Lois from Goodfellas, he'd be like, all right. He wears I new sneakers wish... every year as you know, a point of, of pride. He what? He gets a new pair of sneakers for the Patrice Benefit Oh, is that from year. last night? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see those pictures. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What a great shot. It was great of John Stewart to come, too. He's uh, it, was, it was fun to watch. I've never actually seen him on stage. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. And then I thought, like, like <laughs> Dice is... took it all the way this way. John took it all the way the other way. Yeah. It was it was a nice, like, uh, it was a nice balance. I did, like, I did one a show a long time ago, and Wanda Sykes went on. 
right when Trump got elected and she was trashing him and then Nick DiPaolo went on next and I was like there couldn't be any more perfect balance they both went like that and then I got to walk like right down the middle you know what I did to get the crowd because both of them like were pissing off like half the crowd you know they're both like monster comics so they don't (laughs) give a fuck I just uh, I came out I just opened go, hey who wants to talk politics right and everybody laughed and I swear to God the only way to because it was this this big uh, benefit gig and the only way to save it was I actually did this bit that I was doing on the road secretly that I was embarrassed of. It was this? It was an airplane bit. It was something about um, the plane crashing. It was. I'm actually embarrassed to even say yeah. this to you guys. And I was just like, <laughs> "What happened when the plane crashed? I mean, was it due to pilot error? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It was. It was really bad. And dude, it was the perfect bit. I went out and it fucking leveled. Yep. Le- in, in, in like a really embarrassing way. Like I was just standing up there going, like, this is the only card I had to play after what the two of them, the direction that they pulled them in. And uh, I was almost embarrassed when I got off the stage, like, yeah, when you guys aren't around sometimes, if I'm not having a good set, I pull that one up. I, I do that, yeah. <laughs> it is the worst feeling when you get caught, like when you're doing a bit like that. And it's good. It's a good bit, and it kills. But it's one that you know that, like, I'd be slaughtered for this. If you they, don't do if it around like, friends. Yeah, the yeah. song, song somebody sees that's on your phone, and it's like, oh, no, my girlfriend downloaded that along. We shared the internet. Yeah. And that, that, that's uh, why. It's like, nah, I think you like that. Your yeah. guilty pleasure bit. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, it went, and it was a straight-up, airplane bit and it fucking murdered murdered yeah it's one of those things when you get caught it's like it's it's embarrassing i just fell on the knife i'm like all right you this, gotta do this, it this is what i do when you guys aren't around it's so. bombing. <laughs> <laughs> i was in calgary they were hammered like it just came out and it i'm lazy yeah no i understand yeah we all have a few of those right now i feel sheepish you never did any of those like uh tiny gigs for like a party of people or anything like that? Oh, I've done a few over the years. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're harsh. I mean, they're rough. I just don't remember. It's, I don't get asked to do them. I did one in Arizona for a guy who was a fan, and when the, when the boss is a fan, and then you feel like, are people just laughing because the boss likes me? It was in a oh, steakhouse. Oh, looking at the boss, seeing the boss laugh, so I'm going to laugh? Yeah, it was a great, he was great, and they were nice people, but I, I always feel out of place doing those. I feel like this is a Tom Papa gig where Tom can, like, be or Gaffigan, guys who are clean who can be themselves and still kill. Like mm-hmm. Tom Papa doesn't have to change anything. Oh, Tom's a be- Tom He's can a killer. Hate, Tom can hate everybody in the room and the company that you have, and you would never know. And you no. can just go up and just go into this like mindset and fucking like uh, murder. There, that guy back in the day when we were at the cellar and like doing like the late show at the cellar, all of us all filthy, just going up there, and he would go in like. Right after all this, work totally clean, and, and the show wouldn't dip. He would totally fucking kill. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. a great, uh, yeah, I, I envy that. Like him, and again, Gaffigan's another guy, just guys who are as funny clean as anybody else's dirty. Yeah. When you were playing Fenway, I was going to ask you before, do you have moments on stage where you can take it in, or are you just like, can you not do that until after the show? Yeah, I don't really remember the show, I'll be honest yeah. with you. It was like one of those, like uh, like skydiving. Like, don't fuck this up, you know? <laughs> Have you yeah. watched it back? Yeah, I did. I, I did watch it back. So, um, yeah, you know, but I'm not going to put it out. It's just like, it's one of those things, like when something's that big, it just doesn't look good on film. It doesn't capture it. And then also, like, we kind of needed to mic the crowd, I feel, more like they do in the MLB playoffs, which I wish they did. That If, if anything would, like, help baseball, you know what I mean? Because every ballpark has, like, a sound. Um, 
that if we did that more, you know, I, I don't know. It's just one of those, and my act wasn't ready to be, uh, you know, I still killed, but like, uh, you know, it's just, it's just that's insane. That's, I'm looking at the, the, the behind the stage yeah. shot of you on stage yeah. and in a baseball stadium with what a great fucking picture. You should, I hope you have something like that blown up. I got that on my wall. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That one I have on the wall. That's the not, like I don't have a lot of that stuff. But in my office, um, actually, uh, the guys at my uh, our production company, All Things Comedy, if I can plug that. Yeah. They got uh, they have that picture with uh, they had like a home plate put on there and they have the date on it and everything. that's great so that's like one of those ones where i mean i don't think i'm being an egomaniac that's like because no. like, that stills fucking insane i have me. a picture like that of myself at danger fields i don't blame you <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah you're right the lighting's incredible too because you do see like it's like it's just people and then i see what you mean about just seeing the sign right in front of you that just says fenway park like in yeah, the that's what I kept they, seeing. It was yeah. like lit up. I just kept seeing that, and like, and like, there was times where I have like memories, like thinking, like, I went to my first game, sat right there, sat in right field in the blue seats, and Dwight Evans was there. It was when it was Dwight Evans, Fred Lynn, Jim Rice, Kari Stremski, that whole team. Yeah, Remy Burleson, Hobson. Unbelievable. Carl Jim Rice. Fitz. He always yeah. got a bad rap. I think they said he wasn't nice. Jim Rice. Nah, it's just all they, all bullshit. Yeah, just old racist writers can't handle it black guy crushing it yeah still kind of happens you know like that whole stupid lsu thing and whatever it's like yeah. they were just doing that shit to each other and then people like absolutely classless. even <laughs> the girl is saying it, caitlin girl yeah she, she's like she's she's saying about the lsu girl she's like she's great and i did it and like no the runner and then that's go it. To the white house and that's it her she's actually in the game so if, the, if that's her perception and yep. she's saying it's fucking fine all of these fucking racist white people should just shut the fuck up about that because that's that's literally what that is, um, you know, it, I don't know. I, don't, I think the internet should be fucking shut down. <laughs> I have found We're some unreasonable opinions <laughs> on the internet. I have found some unreasonable people. It's Yeah, it's like we're too dumb to be talking to each other. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I'm including myself in this. Yep. Like, I, uh, I don't know, all these, and leaving comments and stuff, like that's kind of, uh, like I saw this thing recently. They had like, you know, Dumbass Richard Nixon. I mean, he was a great, you know, leader and all that type of stuff, you know, foreign policy. But I'm just calling him a dumbass because he recorded himself, <laughs> which I recently heard LG, uh, L, LBJ. 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 I almost said LGBTQ. <laughs> uh, LBJ. He was the one that put the shit in the White House. He didn't use it, and he did it. And I was joking with Kenny going, like, so Nixon was kind of like the first podcaster or the first guy yeah. using, like, Alexa and didn't realize it. <laughs> so he went off on this whole rant about how the gays were ruining. He, he said, there's this new show, and he was describing All in the Family, and he thought Meathead was gay. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he, just because he was a hippie, just thought hippies were gay, yeah. but he said, like, that's what brought down Rome and was saying the last six emperors were gay, and, like, that's what, like, brought it down. And I just thought that that was so fucking hilarious. It's just like, oh, you don't think it's the banking system, <laughs> corporations, and corrupt politicians? No, it's a bunch of fruits. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of gay guys listening to fucking Queen or whatever the fuck they listen to. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, those goddamn gay bars. That's it. That's what does it. Not losing. Yeah, don't play this, dude. This is just, it's just, it's fucking terrible. It's, yeah. It's not, it's, but I mean, I, I look, it's also like, 
he was born in the turn of the last sure. century, and that's just where people's fucking heads were at. So I'm not like looking at the guy like he's like a terrible guy, but like if you looked at the comments, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Like anybody, including myself, could name any an, any emperor other than Caesar. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what the fuck. It, well, it was a bunch of Caesars. Was there? Yes. Tiberius Caesar, Caligula Caesar, Julius Salad. Caesar. <laughs> Mike Caesar, Frank. <laughs> Salad really did shut my dumb Caesar list up. Yeah. <laughs> nerve of me. I yeah. just realized that's another one of your fetishes. What do you like, guys in robes? <laughs> With those little mercury sandals on that have, like, the flames on them? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, like, uh, leaving comments and everybody having their ability to leave comments on everything is all that sort of, like, we were talking about it this morning, just being instantly angry or instantly whatever, and there's no part of you that goes, wait, before I type this in and hit send, let me think about, do I actually feel no, this way? Do I have any idea what I'm talking about? Do I? I? The only thing I do like is is when people are making jokes. Yeah. There's, there's some fucking hilarious people out there that aren't comedians. Like, I read shit. I send it to my wife all the time, and we're just, like, dying laughing. Um, so I, I, I would miss that aspect of it. But I don't think, you know, I don't think it's helped politics. <laughs> to just have people like just screaming at each other or just <laughs> screaming in agreement with one or the other. I mean, that's kind of the reason why I stopped doing it because I'm not talking down to the people that do that shit. Because I was becoming that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I was literally just getting upset and then I would just write something just to make the other person more upset. And it's just like, what am I doing? This is stupid. But you're not enjoying it. You're not getting an enjoyment out of it. And I was trying to win. I went back and forth with this guy one time who trashed me, um, he goes, uh, I forget what he said. I, my, my half hour had come out on Comedy Central and he said, who was that guy impersonating the comedian or something like blah, 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 don't quit your day job. So we started going back and forth with each other. Of course. And uh, it just, it, day after day, and I would, I'd be like thinking about what he was gonna write. Dude, it lasted for like a week. And this is how it ended, is I was so mad at the last thing he wrote I sent my other one without hitting spell check, and I had like five errors. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, That's handing it to him. I lost. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a seven game series, and <laughs> you lost. Yeah, and you're the guy with the special. Like you're supposed to be above it anyway. Oh, he exposed how dumb because I was really going off on him because I go, oh, you're probably some blah blah. And he goes, no, actually, I did my undergrad here, and then I matriculated. And I went, oh, did you matriculate? <laughs> so I was really. Coming off like I wasn't impressed with how intelligent he was. Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't hit spell check, and it was like, eh, go fuck self. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are bringing up a lot of fucking, it's coming out of me. I had a bunch of those two back and forth emails, like nasty ones, and I found them because I have a, a, a hate mail folder in my email, which is long. But I would So go, is it pretty full? I would go back. I would go back and forth, back, and it's like, what am I doing? Like, who gives a fuck if this guy doesn't like me? So I stopped. I stopped checking any of that shit. Yeah, because it just makes me happier not to do it. It makes me happier not to check at mentions. Like, who cares if I win the exchange? It doesn't mean anything. What benefit does it? There's zero benefit. Yeah. My girlfriend at the time just said to me, she goes, "You have no idea who that guy is. That guy could be some psycho with a gun." I was just like, she goes, "Just let him win." And I was just like, you know what, you're right. And then when she wasn't around, I clicked off the last one and I fired it, and it all it had three spelling errors. <laughs> In like four sentences, yeah. dude. It was really bad. You all, yeah. You also, do you know what I realized? Certain people are crazy. When I would get like death threats from people, 
and they were using their real names. And I'm like, yeah, anyone comfortable doing that is is a fucking, he's yeah. a problem. Why, so, why this, would you get, for what? It's just the Jesse Ventura argument. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, I've gotten, I got one you know, recently. You get them all the time for different stuff. Did you make fun of his leotard? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I would have known he wore Never. a leotard. <laughs> what have you been those just wrestling tights? We had an we argument. Were tights. Yeah, me and Jesse had an argument. Tight, tight, 2009. Tights. It's fucking crazy. It's 13 years ago. People. I mean, it's one of those things that it's yeah. like you have no idea when you're doing it, but it's a forever thing. Oh, yeah. But when people right now, like, fucking Jesse should have hit you, I'm like, go fuck yourself. I mean, because. Shut because, up. But there's just like, there's never been a situation with Jesse Ventura where when he's leaving and he's still in the room, somebody goes, you and your riffraff hairdo. <laughs> It was, a, yeah, it was a nasty argument we had many years he ago. He called him Riff Raff for Rocky Horror Picture Show. It got, we were, oh, is that, i never seen that movie. Yeah, we were, oh, we were, yeah, we were being like dicks to the... each other, that's all. But, but when people just doubled that, fucking Jesse, shut up. It was just two guys being dicks to each other 13 years ago. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, you're both over it. I mean, I would think you're over uh, it, I know. I don't care. Yes. I'm not angry at him. Things got heated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Riff Raff. Riff Raff. It's not a compliment. No, no. <laughs> No, he doesn't have some of the best hair ever. No, he doesn't. No. Yeah, he's more Ben Franklin. Why would he say you don't even look like that? No, I said it to no, him. No, he said it to Jesse. Oh, you Jesse. said it to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Now yeah. I see it now. <laughs> yeah, he was not pleased. Well, I mean, Jesse doesn't, like, because nobody would say that to him. Yeah. What is, what's he going to... It just did, it just did, you know, two guys argue. Wait, it the just mic was off, and then you said that? Now it's, like, real. No, he was no, walking my, out. He was walking, he was oh, leaving. He walked off the show. And, and he, he said, just, he said, bye, Jesse. And Jesse went, thank you for your service. And he was like, yeah, you and your riffraff hairdo. No, what happened was Jesse touched me. Like, it was a weird, we were arguing, right? And I'm not stupid. He's Jesse hey, the body. I say don't touch the hair, and then you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you and all, you and all fucking Saturday Night Fever. No, he patted me like that. Like, it was going, aggressive, though. But I knew what he was doing. I, I hate that more than anything. Like, a guy trying to alpha you physically when you're just art. Like... I I, I I hate it, like, so much. So I just, I thought he was going to throw his water bottle at me. I was like, I'm going to get fucking smacked. But I was just so irritated. It wasn't bravery. I was just angry. He's awesome. I'm glad he didn't. No, yeah, no, no. Jimmy's got some fight in him. No, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that type of stuff. Like, it's nothing to do with being tough. I just, I don't like when somebody tries to, like, you know what I mean when a guy does that to you? You don't like being bullied, Jim. I don't like being bullied. You don't like being pushed around the room. I don't and like. Doggone it, if he can kick my ass. Hell be damned, whatever that expression is. I don't is. want sand kicked in my face. You're not going to kick it while I'm here with my best girl. Yeah, that drives You're me no crazy. I made a weakling. promise to myself a long time ago. That's right. I did too. And I just couldn't stop putting them in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. After that boy after that boy peed in your mouth, you said, I'm never going to get bullied again. Yep. Boy, that was not true. It is. That's the most disturbing part about Jim is that you know him for as long as you know him. And you think it's all jokes. And then the longer you know him, the more you realize, like, no, 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 it's all true. Right. Right? Every single bit of it yeah. is I, true. I, I try to keep it light with you. Yeah. You, <laughs> you don't want to go deep. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he'll come out with a story yeah. here. Sometimes you go to an apartment and you see those Silence of the Lamb moths flying around. Yeah. You know, it's like, maybe I ask. shouldn't go in. Maybe I shouldn't go in. You don't want to ask. Yeah. No, there are times when, like, I mean, Travis and I have known him the longest in this room. It's been, like... That's right. I mean, eight, how many? Almost 18. 18. Wow. Yeah. And like, he'll still come out with stories from his childhood that he's like, I never told you that. And we're like, no, Jimmy. You Poor think, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> you think you've told them all. You, you think all the stories have been told. And no, we all have you, them. No. And you just, 
I mean, it was within the last year when you told us about the guy who drove you to the lake. We didn't know that story. Uh, I was a teenager. He said he was going to make love to you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, uh, I didn't allow it, of course. <laughs> he didn't get bullied. He didn't get bullied. <laughs> who doesn't want to go to a lake in the summertime? No, you're right. It's beautiful. It's nice. A lot of beautiful lakes in New Jersey. Yeah. Hey, in this country, you know, there's a price to pay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, everybody's got to pay their fare. Someone's going to give you a ride to a lake. They may tell you that someday you're going to make love to them. <laughs> oh, big fat fuck. What'd you tell him? I was I was drunk. I was like, if you touch me, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> None of them. We just sat there and continued looking at the lake, hoping to see the devil. It was really... Uh, <laughs> it was a weird time. It was a weird time. It, it was, was a weird, weird time. time. It was a weird time. Yeah. Whoa, what? <laughs> Where did the devil think? I was, I was, before it was popular, I was like in that fucking Satan worship, you know, suburban douchey thing. And yeah, because real Satanists don't even believe in the devil. It just they just believe in like uh, kinetic energy and all that stuff, and no, you like just, do you what just, you want. Yeah, yeah, you live for yourself. Yeah, Jim sold his soul to the devil. Yeah, I was a very evil boy. Um, but uh, I he I I. Thought, now, why did you want to do that? <laughs> I, it, for the same reason any attention seeking boy does oh, anything. Oh, why did you? <laughs> oh yeah, that's I, what is that? I found that like when I was a teenager, a young teenager. I put out these. Say, I wrote. I wrote down all the lyrics from a Merciful Fate song, and I cut my arm and I signed it in blood, and I put it on my bedroom door just to let my parents know it was a devil boy in the room. It says Jim Norton in blood. And what is that? I sold my soul. I pledge my soul. I pledge my soul. Yeah. I pledge my soul to Satan. Yeah. I mean, it, c- it couldn't even be a hackier. I mean, as a parent. That's that's what I'm saying. Can like, you imagine the failure that you would feel? <laughs> no, I wouldn't know what to do if my son, who I've watched from the time, I mean, I was there when he was born, and now he puts that and on his door. Now you gotta sit there and be like, do I need to report my own son? Yeah. The apple of my eye to the authorities. Do well, you even acknowledge it? Do you just? I'm sure he's just having a phase and try to forget. That... I'm sure he just leased his soul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he's committed to something. I think they were happy to see me committing to anything. I mean, I guess. Plus, it was the '80s. I mean, people mid '80s, early '80s. You Nobody signed it in blood. Well, you know, that's you got to make it sincere. But I think that back then it wasn't as alarming as it would be. Now. They were happy that he didn't use a tack and put a little hole in the door with yeah. a piece of tape. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't use a tack, did you, Jimmy? Yeah. So you went to the lake to see the devil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the lake. Why did you think the devil was going to be at the lake? Because I was drunk, and I, th- I thought that he had some connection to Satanism, and he told me Satan was his father. I wasn't smart. <laughs> Why does this feel like a John Cusack movie? <laughs> you come walking up the radio, get you to get out of the car? Yeah. No, he, d- he did not. Uh, we didn't remember love. <laughs> He I did not. My, I put my foot down. That was, and that was the day you realized no more bullying. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't trying to bully me. He was just a That's fucking actually creep. creepier than if he said he wanted to fuck you. I know. Yes. Making love? Oh. Yeah. And I, I remember that we were sitting in the, his sports car. He had like a fucking Trans Am or something. And I was probably 16 Wait. or 15. A fat creep in a Trans Am uh-huh. is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fat Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Probably thought he looked like him. <laughs> Grew a dumb mustache. Yeah, it was a car like that, like one of those things that a young teenage boy would like. Oh, yeah. He did. The car was cool. It was a great car. Seen, hey, cool man, car. Man, he put the bait out there. You jumped on the hook. Wasn't wrong. Yeah. But you got what? no one to blame but yourself. Yep. I but he had to let you go. He did. He had to let you go. He had to put you right back in. You swam away. He was trying to convince me that I could see the devil in the lake, but I couldn't. 
even in a, your drunkenly state, you couldn't see him. I couldn't, yeah. The lake. Yeah, I couldn't see him. No. And you were ready to murder him. I wanted to look. You were going to kill him. I didn't know what to do. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't prepared to. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, and then he drove you back? I believe so, yeah. It's a very, it's a vague memory, but he said something like... It's called he, being roofied. <laughs> <laughs> he kept telling me to look in the lake, and I was looking in the lake, and he goes, do you see him? And I wanted to, but I just, I, I was like, instead of like going... It's like one yeah. of those magic eye things? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. And he goes, well, you, he goes, when you see my father, you will make love to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't know why. That just sounds like a bad heavy metal lyric. Yeah. <laughs> and you see my father, Satan. Yeah. You will make love to me. Yeah. Love to me. <laughs> you will make love to me. But I neglected to make love with him. Instead, you threatened. Yeah. Death. Jesus, Jim, that was quite a circle of friends you had yeah. back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Growing up, Norton. Yeah. That would be a dark, yeah. Yeah, if they did like a Netflix cartoon about the way Jim came up, it'd be very dark. It'd be very yeah. dark. Yeah, the yeah. F would stand everyone for something else. Ha- everyone hates Chris. <laughs> Every- everyone fucks Jim. <laughs> Everybody fucks Jim. <clears throat> yep. Yep, you learn things about people. You sit in a room, talk to them long enough. Boy, oh boy. Those are great, aren't they? Those... Uh, what do they call liquid, liquid deaths? Death. Those are fucking great. Yeah, tastes better than the plastic. I love them. Um, this is literally from last night's show that I then took to the after party that then made it to the nightstand and now came in here. I don't drink enough water. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> sipping this Just thing. nursing Wait, it. Wait, you yeah. opened it last night? Oh, yeah. That's funny. At the theater, and then I brought it all the way down. <laughs> oh. A mess, Jim. Yeah, no, I I got to get home to the <laughs> When are you going back? Um... I'm here for another couple of days. I'm actually going. Uh, I'm going to go see a, a show tonight. There's a drummer in town that I, I've, I've wanted to see or whatever. Um, I'm going to go do that and then do some spots and shit. Oh, good. Hey, we had a uh, C. Thomas Howell in here recently. That's right. That talk, he was talking about working with you. He's great, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Like we didn't know really what to expect. We just knew him, you know, whatever as an yeah, actor. He's fucking awesome. He's guy. an awesome dude. Yeah. So we wrote um, me and my writing partner Ben Tischler wrote this movie called Old Dads. It's a, um, com- a comedy we did for Miramax, and I can't say where it's going to end up, but like we're finalizing the deal and all of that shit. So, anyways, we're writing the thing, and there was a character, and I was just saying, I don't know why I thought of him. I was like, you know who would be fucking great for this? Like, C. Thomas Howell. And he's like, really? And then we looked up, you know, how he looks now, and my bo- Ben was just like, oh my God, that'd be fucking amazing. I said, yeah. I go, he goes, do you have any connection to him? I'm like, no, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know. He goes, oh, whatever, I'll call my agent. Maybe they can, you know, play the telephone game we can get in touch with them so like a few months later i'm in milwaukee and uh i did a gig and i was hanging around because i was going to go to the packers seattle game and uh i was in the lobby and i feel this guy kind of coming up to me or whatever so i kind of like turn away or whatever kenny was there and then he goes hey man he goes i just want to tell oh he told he already told the story right on, on your show yeah. yeah but you know yeah, he came up and just said uh hey i'm a big fan of your stuff i never do this uh See Thomas Howell. And then I turned around. I was like, dude, you got to be fucking kidding me. And he's like, yeah, man. And I go, dude, I literally just fucking sold a script. And there's a part in it we want you to play. And he goes, get the fuck out of here. And I pitched him the idea. I still remember he put his head back and he laughed. And he goes, I'll do it. 
And then that's when I knew the movie was going to get made. Right. I think that was right before we sold it. It was just too fucking like, why would I run into this guy if, mm-hmm. this, if this wasn't going to go forward? And that was one of my favorite phone calls I ever made. I called up uh, Ben Tischler. I was like, Ben, you're not going to believe who I ran into in Milwaukee. <laughs> and he goes, who? Go see Thomas Howell. He goes, get the fuck out of here. I go, yeah, I pitched it to him. He's in. And um, we ended up, uh, what was so great was he, he, I forget, he had about three, four days on the movie. And you saw all like the 40 years of experience, just like the way he just knew where the camera was and blah, blah, blah. And then asking, hey, do you want me to do this? Hey, on this one, on that one. Hey, I was thinking of doing this. Like he's super, super, super like pro really creative and uh and then in between takes you know you you guys had him on here great story great. yeah just a really fun fun guy to work with man he, he was awesome i i love uh, obviously bobby cannavale is phenomenal yeah bokeem woodbine i've never met but i lo- i think he's so underrated that guy dude that guy is one of the most interesting dudes i've ever met in my life as far as like every time you think he's going right he goes left every time you think he's going left he's going right so like when you're doing a scene with him it's like it's you got like that like it's easy to be in it because it's like, what is this guy right. going to do, man? And he makes really interesting choices and all that. But then, like, you know, he has, like, a punk band. It's just like, what? Like, that was one of those things. He goes, he goes yeah, hey, me and my band put something. He's doing some hip-hop shit, R&B or something like that. It's straight-up fucking punk, punk band. And, I, and he was great, you know? And uh, it was all of that. Like, and, you know, you just get on set. You know, there's a lot of just sitting around waiting for stuff to get set up or whatever. And he was just telling me, uh, you know, his kind of his life story and just everything. Yeah, me and Bobby would just, we were kind of like, la- we're just laughing, going like, dude, there's no way, like, if you were on like a, uh, like some sort of game show to try to guess what happened to Bo Keem next. It was just <laughs> always like, and it was just wild shit. Mm-hmm. And he's a really, uh, I don't know, he's a really, like, I don't know, just both of those guys I got along with. Great, and it was just one of those things where, as I was doing, I was like, "Yeah, these guys are going to be in my life." So, um, I think Bokeem's in um, Budapest right now, shooting some series or something like that. Uh-huh. But it was fun. But you knew, because I don't think either of us realized what C. Thomas Howell like looks like now, and how he's got that rasp in his voice. Yeah, I had kinda, no idea. Yeah. You he's were singing country, isn't he? Isn't he singing now? It's like a rock country yeah, thing. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw him. And he and he had like I I I don't know I was I was probably just on the internet one night and I was just looking up all this shit from my childhood which for some reason I do that a lot yeah, yeah. trucks see Thomas Howell dude it's, it's it's as random as that yeah it's as random as that remember that cool kid down the street he had that fucking Apollo three speed bike what the fuck what was that thing how much those things are worth thirty five hundred bucks now yeah just do shit like that so I looked him up and I saw him. And I just instantly, I didn't even hear his voice. I just looked at his face and was just like, I mean, I, I would love to see that on a movie screen. Like, it really looks interesting in, uh, you, know, um, you know, the lines and, the, and the, the big beard and all of that type of stuff. And I don't know why. It just, or maybe I, I saw an interview with him or something, and maybe I heard the voice. I can't remember why, but somehow he came back in after all of those years. And, uh, yeah, just just kind of lined up. So, um, amazing. Yeah sort of pre-hyping the pre-hype before this movie comes out. So, like, at some point, I will be coming back here. To promote it. To do the big uh, press tour. So I'd love to interview uh, Bokeem Woodbine, if, too. If, if he's in the States and he's doing press, that's a guy I would yeah. love to talk to. Yeah, I think he's so underrated. Like, you got to get Bobby here. in here, too. Well, the two of them, they work so much. Like, those guys, yeah. they just, like, like go on their IMDb page. You got, you, it's you, crazy, you yeah. You got to go, like, you're just scrolling forever. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we got to do that. Uh, Katie Azelton is in it, and... Um, Rain Edwards, Jackie Tone. We got a whole bunch of a bunch of people in there. Some 
people that did some cameos and stuff. And uh, yeah, we somehow pulled it off, and I'm really excited about it. It's a really good movie, and it we didn't didn't pull any punches. Right. It's a hard R comedy, and uh, I I'm on pins and needles. I can't wait for it to fucking come out. Like every day that it doesn't come out, it's it's kind of like driving me nuts. Like just put it out. Right. It's put done. It it's edited. It's ready. It's gonna kill. Put it out. Please. How long has it been done for? Uh, we finished it in December, but like as somebody told me as I was getting like like. Okay, we're done. Let's put it down. It's just like that. So how it works? These things take time. I just keep saying that these things take time. Everybody's dealing with this shit. Don't be a fucking baby. Just yeah. Whenever it's coming out, put on your tap dance shoes. Sell the shit out of it. And I will be definitely <laughs> calling you guys for a favor to help me sell it. And all your listeners who've been so good to me over the years. So hopefully they'll they'll sit down, watch it, and like it. And yeah. four months is not a, is not an unreasonable amount of time for nothing. Like you know, what I mean, if, if a film is finished and ready, December, it's only April. 5th or whatever it's not like an unreasonable amount of time yeah no no it's kind of how it works because then they they have all the other films and they got to like space them out so they can promote them so they they can make their money back and hopefully make a ton of money is basically how the game works this is my first ride so i i'm I'm learning all of this all of this shit but the fact that i just said that as if i was an authority i don't know what an unreasonable amount of time is i have have no no idea idea. you know what you know what it made me feel good (laughs) (laughs) it sounds right and it doesn't seem crazy right but but it could be a terribly unreasonable amount of time yeah you have no idea yeah you might talk to spielberg he's like if it doesn't happen in a week you finished (laughs) here i am for four months you've been listening to sirius xm's jim norton and sam roberts new episodes every tuesday with full shows weekday mornings at 8 a.m eastern on Sirius XM, channel 103. Visit SiriusXM.com slash Jim and Sam for a free three-month special offer.